0: for a single soul The up further and stepping in close and hello and welcome to living life it's so great to spend time together around god's word yesterday we saw part one of the story of Micah's homemade family shrine with a young Levite, specially hired as a family priest. Everything we saw was a violation of God's Word. Just when you thought things couldn't get any worse, we'll see in today's passage that sin takes a whole tribe in Israel down towards, spiral down towards destruction. How does a whole tribe in Israel reject God as their king? Let's jump into the story together.
1: Judges, chapter 18, verses 1 through 13. In those days Israel had no king, and in those days the tribe of the Danites was seeking a place of their own where they might settle, because they had not yet come into an inheritance among the tribes of Israel. So the Danites sent five of their leading men from Zorah and Eshto to spy out the land and explore it. These men represented all the Danites. They told them, Go, explore the land. So they entered the hill country of Ephraim and came to the house of Micah, where they spent the night. When they were near Micah's house, they recognized the voice of the young Levite. So they turned in there and asked him, Who brought you here? What are you doing in this place? Why are you here? He told them what Micah had done for him and said, He has hired me and I am his priest. Then they said to him, Please inquire of God to learn whether our journey will be successful. The priest answered them, Go in peace. Your journey has the Lord's approval. So the five men left and came to Laish, where they saw that the people were living in safety like the Sidonians, at peace and secure. And since their land lacked nothing, they were prosperous. Also they lived a long way from the Sidonians and had no relationship with anyone else. When they returned to Zorah and Eshtol, their fellow Danites asked them, How did you find things? They answered, Come on, let's attack them. We have seen the land and it is very good. Aren't you going to do something? Don't hesitate to go there and take it over. When you get there, you will find an unsuspecting people and a spacious land that God has put into your hands, a land that lacks nothing whatever. Then 600 men of the Danites, armed for battle, set out from Zorah and Eshtol. On their way, they set up camp near kiriath Jerim in Judah. This is why the place west of kiriath Jearim is called Mahanedong to this day. From there they went on to the hill country of Ephraim and came to Micah's house.
0: Chapter 18 starts with the words, In those days Israel had no king. So what follows is an overflow of Israel doing whatever is right in their own eyes. So we're told that the tribe of Dan is still looking for a place to settle. So we ask, like, why are they still living as nomads, looking for a place to settle? is because they failed to obey God's command to drive out the Canaanites out of their God-given inheritance. We see that in Judges chapter 1:34, the Amorites confined the Danites to the hill country, not allowing them to come down into the plain. In other words, uh, even though God had promised these lands as, in, as inheritance for them, the Danites found their enemies to be too, too courageous and too determined and just they just gave up the fight that god had commanded them to fight so instead of fighting and persevering and prevailing over the challenging enemies the danites are seeking to find their own way out and just looking for a place to live they send five spies on a mission to explore the land to find a suitable place to live so instead of trusting god to fulfill his promises they trusted in themselves to find another option that might be better for them so the spies stop at uh, Micah's house and they meet the young Levi from yesterday's passage uh, who's serving as the family priest they ask the priest for answers like will we be successful uh, during this journey and then this priest just assuming the answers yes you will be successful without a clear revelation or word from the lord and then these men spy out laish and boy oh boy they find that Laish looks so good in their own eyes. They seem to be unsuspecting, easy to conquer, they have a prosperous economy, and then their military allies were far away, too far away to come and help. Clearly, Danites think that they can take this good land without any help from God by their own strength. So they assume in verse 10, they say, Oh, look at the spacious land that God has put into our hands, a land that lacks nothing, whatever. So they decide that god has blessed them with this land they go on an invasion of this laish that god has clearly not ordered and so we see again like everything that's done is a violation of god's law Like danites are going on an invasion in the name of god levi priests giving false assurances in the name of god spies falsely assuming laish to be like God's blessing on them in the name of God and then this invasion happening in the name of God. In Matthew 7, Jesus tells his listeners that not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but only those who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. And then he goes on to say, many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, do we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and in your name perform many miracles? Then I will say to them plainly, I never knew you. Depart from me, you evil doers. So think about it. Isn't it scary to think that one can seem religious, spiritual, always invoking the name of the Lord and yet have nothing to do with the Lord? Don't make religious don't mistake religious activities with actually following God. We can all fall into small and big compromises to trade God's commands for an easy, comfortable alternative. For example, I've heard people say, I prayed about this decision and I feel peace in my heart. Therefore, God must be blessing this decision. I mean, first of all, I I think it's great that we're praying about our decisions, but I want to bring up to you that there's no place in the world that shows your feeling to be an accurate indicator of God's will. What you feel at the moment doesn't necessarily mean like God's will is that way. There are so many people who feel at peace about watered-down morality like extramarital affairs, pre- premarital sex, or lying on the tax return, for example. They have no internal objections about compromising their values because they feel at peace about it. What we feel doesn't necessarily align with God's will all the time. In fact, I would argue that many times, obedience is hard. It requires us to take risks, endure trials, and even defy death, all in the name of Jesus. As Jesus says in John 16, I have told you these things, so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Jesus says, you will have trouble in this world, And then he tells his followers to press on, don't give up, continue obeying in spite of all the challenges that you face. You see, what these Danites should have done is to fight the Amorites and Canaanites for the inheritance that God has promised them. They should have pressed on and not have given up. But instead, we see a tragic example of compromise and following their feelings and emotions instead of what God's word says. Even though God was their king, they did whatever was right in their eyes. This story serves to warn all of us of subtle ways that we can compromise God's word for an easy and convenient alternative. So in the end, I want to take some time to pray for those of you who are pressing on to obey the Lord in the midst of challenging situation. As today's passage clearly shows us, let's not settle for whatever is convenient or whatever is easy. Let's continue to take risks, endure trials, and take heart because Jesus, our King, has overcome the world. So Father, I just pray for those of us who are struggling and just Struggling to obey in the midst of challenging situations, that you will give them strength, you will give them peace, you will give them, uh, you will sustain them through your word, through your spirit, in the midst of temptation, trials, and pressures, and on every side. Please, Lord, help all of, all of us to not compromise your word for an easy alternative. Thank you, and in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. For a Switching a and stepping in closer, CGM.